listen to this conversation I'd have with my mom yesterday. Now, my mom is amazing. She and my dad moved here to South Carolina almost two years ago, and they now live five minutes down the road, which is unprecedented in my life. They've never lived that close to me in my adult life. And when the girls were tiny and 15 months apart, my parents were rock stars. They kept them for weekends. You know, they traveled with them. Oh my. They, they moved down here with them. Like I was driving a separate car. My parents were in our, our RV with the girls taking care of them. So she tells me that Katie and Miranda are going to spend the night at their house Monday of spring break and take them mini golfing the next day. And I'm like, oh, I kind of needed you to watch Jack the next day because I have to work. Like Easter is the Super Bowl for church staff. I have to work at least some next week. And she's like, oh, sorry, girls. I guess we're not going mini golfing. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's almost four and a half years old. And she was just kind of looking at me like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, you kept the girls when they were babies for a week at a time. You can't take him mini golfing. I called her out. Rose Capriati, she's not going to listen to this. Rose, I got your back. If you do, I got, I'm coming for you, Rose. I got your back when she's finished. So she looks at Katie and Miranda. She's like, well, you could chase him. I mean, Jeff Burton's a force, but he, He's a good boy. Like, come on, mom. So that's my spring break childcare plan. I've got two days of grandparents and the rest I'm on my own. Okay, and, so uh, Rose. This is <laughs> I, I um there'll be even more stuff happening during spring break. My sister and mom are coming to visit, which is Aww. lovely. But again, I um haven't thought any of this through and work still needs to happen, but my sister's very hands-on. So I've warned her like, great. She comes up Monday. I said, Tuesday, you're, it's going to be all you <laughs> I have a lot happening. Um, but you know, it'll be hard to balance family time and kid care and all that, but it'll be, it'll be special. Yeah. You need to go through my find your time challenge. <laughs> I'm telling you that the forecasting situation is like key. Yes. I I think I'm going to sign up mm because I am not. No, you already signed up because you signed up. (laughs) When you tested the link for me, you signed up. But (laughs) so you're in there. You're you're going through the challenge, whether you want it to or not. Shameless plug. (laughs) By the time this um, airs, the challenge will be over. So, but anyway, The forecasting of the need is completely, completely part of the whole deal because knowing your capacity ahead of time, then you can communicate to all parties involved, like your, your clients and letting them know, Hey, you know, I got to tap out. I'm not going to be as available, but you didn't do it. So I'm going to wish you well and pray for you. All of this week. you. <laughs> but I'm going to close with this. This is for Rose Capriati. So Rose, Okay, so like my mom, when okay, so your children are now what, 12, 11, and 12, right? The ones that you, your mom was helping you with. I yes. need you to back that up 12 years ago. All right. Dude. My mom is not the same mom that she, grandma that she was 12 years ago today. Absolutely. And I can only, I know how I feel about people asking me to watch their youngins. I can only imagine when I'm 72. I mean, that's how old my mom is. I can only imagine <laughs> when I'm 62, I can roll a couple of days a week. When I'm 72, you know what? I don't want to do it no more. I mean, think about the things that we have decided. I ain't doing it no more. 
I'm just saying, we, I just told Brandon the other day, this is a long banter. I just told Brandon that I don't want to cook no more. I'm 46. I don't want to cook no more. So I'm just saying <laughs> I'm done. I, I got to, the next thing I'm taking off of my plate is cooking. So hello fresh and all those other things that are out there. I'm coming for you. Somebody about to cook for me. I'm not cooking anymore. You know, just, that's the next thing I'm checking off. So my whole point is Rose has all the rights to say, she does. I don't, don't want to watch the younger kid, man. I love my grandson, but give me the older ones. <laughs> I can understand that it's unfortunate for you, but I had him. He's, he's mine. He's only a couple years away from that, not being the situation, but Rose is like, he ain't quite there yet for me. (laughs) Okay. So in case you have followed us over from the refresh life Facebook show, what Deanna is telling me that my mom is being an emotionally healthy woman and I need to respect her boundaries. Yes. And I'm not sure I received that, but I'll, I'll think yes. about it. <laughs> I don't have a choice. She has no problem telling me no. So. And, I have, and you know what? I ain't hating her for setting the boundary. No, of course not. Age and Quad and Kendall come to me asking about, will you wash the baby? I can't promise you what's coming out of my mouth. He's not a baby. He's well, potty just, trained. Okay, ask me to wash the three-year-old. There you go. I don't tell yeah. you what I, I can't tell you what I would answer, you know, but you know it's what? Four and three quarters. No, <laughs> four and a, one quarter. This is a ridiculous, ridiculous rabbit trail. All Drop right. The intro. <laughs> Drop it, Rod. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Refresh Life podcast. I'm Deanna Mason, creator of Refreshed Moms, where I help mompreneurs find the time they need in order to make the money they desire. And I'm Kelly Capriati Burton, a writer and encourager finding the humor, grace, and happily ever afters in complicated relationships. We've come together and created this space to empower moms and women to be healthy, strong, emotionally well, and successful in their businesses and their families. Oh, that sounds good to me. Grab your favorite coffee mug. We definitely have ours and hang with us. We can promise you diverse perspectives, positive outlooks, and likely a few fun rabbit holes along the way. Here we go, guys. All right. So what do we got going on today? We are talking about content marketing made easy for mompreneurs. Woohoo! <laughs> so sorry. Anyway. Yay. We are... um going to chat it up a little bit with our special guest, Brandon Campbell, who is a content marketer. She actually supports businesses with their content marketing. She's a very talented writer, which I found out, like I knew she was, that was her thing. Like when I hired her, I was like, well, she writes, that's what I need. But I was trying to write with her. So I would write my stuff and she would come and and try to add her flair to it. And I'm like, that's not working. That's not working. And then one week I couldn't write my stuff fast enough. So I was like, Hey, can you write this for me? And you know, and she wrote it instead. And I'm like, Oh, that's so much better. (laughs) Let me let you do your job. Let me let you be great. Cause that's what I hired you for. But anyway, (laughs) She's a wonderful, wonderful support to Refresh Moms and the Refresh Life podcast. And I thought she'd be the ideal person to talk about 
content marketing and managing it during your mompreneur season when you have the younger children at home because she runs her business with two young children. So who better to talk about this with besides Brandon? So Brandon, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Refresh Life Podcast. Thanks so much for having me on, ladies. I'm really excited to chat with you about content. That's what I love talking about. We are so excited to have you. And it is, let me just say personally, amazing to have a team member. Mm -hmm. We love having Brandon on board. It's so fun getting to know you. And I just was telling, you're welcome. I was telling Deanna earlier that I feel like I know you so well because you remind me of me when my girls were little. Like you're kind of right there with with some of the things that you and I have talked about even offline about childcare and, and just managing that work at home life with having little kids. So tell us please about your situation, family, business, where you live, how old your kids are, all that fun stuff that you would put like on a Facebook survey. <laughs> okay. Favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. Uh, yeah, so I run Brandon Campbell Communications, which provides content to small businesses um, like me uh, to help them with blogging and social media and all of their content marketing needs because none of us have enough time. So it's something I can take the plate off of busy business owners like Deanna and like yourself. I have two young ones. I have a five-year-old son named Matthew and a one-and-a-half-year-old little girl named Riley. And they are adorable, but they are exhausting. <laughs> um, I am very glad that this isn't a, a video. Focus. Yeah, my, I was looking at myself this morning and I was the bags under my eyes. It's okay. Girl, you're fine. Please. <laughs> um, I I decided to run my business full time after having Riley. Mm. I wasn't in, you know, it's it's a struggle for almost any workplace to balance work and family. It's a, it's still a struggle, but I wasn't in the most supportive environment, so I decided not to go back. I had been doing uh, freelance writing and things on the side part time, so decided to go full force, which uh, is something I'm glad I've done. But it is definitely, it's a constant learning curve. It's, I don't have, Kelly and I, Kelly mentioned it, I don't have enough childcare. Uh, I'm working on addressing that, but it's just amazing how that's a constant struggle with everyone I talk to. Um, every mompreneur is just saying, I don't have enough childcare. Um, and, and, you know, spring break, so that's all going to be amplified. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, at the same time, it makes it a challenge, but they are the reason why I've decided to, to go this path. I, I end my calls at 3.30 so that I can pick my son up at the bus. That's what's important to me, to be able to spend more time with my little love. So if that means keeping, I do, I'm a crazy ultra morning person. So if it means that I have to wake up a little earlier to get stuff done, then that's what I do. Yeah. Awesome. Even, you know, my kids are older and a lot more independent, but the demands are still there. They just shift. And I'm thinking about yesterday, how my son calls me from school and asked if he can attend the championship soccer game for the middle school soccer game. They made it to the championship. And so those are not games that you can plan for because they're, you know, they're, as they win, they advance. And so 
he's like, hey, the championship game is today. Can you please take me? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I want, I want him to go because those are his friends and he played soccer in the, in the fall for the boys and it was the girl's turn. And I knew he wanted to support them. And I was like, how do I make this happen for my kid? And I don't want to always have to tell him I got to work because that's normally what I have to say. And I was like, well, let me see. I can pick him up. I had a a four o'clock appointment a virtual appointment. I'm like, how can I make this work? So I pick them up at school at three o'clock. We find a Chick-fil-A. We set up, I give them food, you know, snacks on snacks as I tease <laughs> with her and her, and her daughter. It's, you're still snacks on snacks at 13 and 11. So yes. I, I get the food. He sets up with larger morning. quantities, <laughs> this larger yeah. quantity, more money. And, you know, my daughter whips out her book and I whip up my laptop and my headphones and I attend my virtual meeting. I hang up. We make it to the um, field. We watch the game. I am exhausted after the game. You know, I drive through Atlanta traffic back home. I'm like, what was I thinking trying to get this kid to this game? You know, and it was just completely the whole, my whole day was a wash at that point. Everything that I had planned for the evening, I could not do anymore. I had to get up really early this morning to try to finish it. But my whole point is the, the balancing act, it don't, it doesn't leave you. It just kind of shifts on how you're, how you're balancing it because Mm. I want my child to, I don't want to have to keep telling him I can't, you can't go the whole basketball season. That's what I had to tell him because he wanted to stay for basketball games. And I was like, well, you can't stay because I can't come get you. I can't come pick you up and da, 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 da. And so he's like, can I attend the championship game? And I'm like, let me let this kid have an eighth grade social life. (laughs) But anyway, I applaud you for launching a business with such young children, because we know it's not easy. But I will say the skills that you are acquiring now are going to be applicable even when you have older kids. So, you know, either that's hopeful or not it is it is that is encouraging because i don't know if i'm like there is no light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) it just shifts anyway so let's go ahead and dive into the information about um content marketing so first of all let's talk about why content marketing is a thing in the first place why do digital entrepreneurs or you don't even have to be an online business you could be brick and mortar and content marketing is still very, very vital. But can you share with us? Why is it a thing in the first place? Why should we be worrying about or even trying to um, fold consistent co- content marketing into our business practices? Sure. Absolutely. It's, it's huge. Obviously it's a huge presence and I encourage people when I start working with clients to think about, think about your own, consumption of services and products. No one wants ads. We're all annoyed by traditional ads on mm-hmm. YouTube and online platforms. And content marketing is how you talk about, that's how you engage, which is ultimately how you build your audience and get them to trust you and ultimately convert into customers. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's about. It's about having a prolonged conversation and not just telling them once like, hey, this is my company, come to my website. That's wonderful. But what reason do they have to come back if you don't engage them, if you don't talk to them a little bit about related topics and problems that they're having in their lives, find ways to talk to them about it. Uh, so that's, that's a 
a, really ultimately the reason why it's vital, whether you have a store or you have a service like providing content, you have to find and connect with your target customer. And this is through effective content marketing. That's how you do that. Mm-hmm. I say a lot to my clients that it's, it's the dating period. You know, this is how they're getting to know you. This is how you're establishing that you have an authority in the area that you are expert at. People just don't take that at face value just because you say you know what you are doing. They really need to learn that you can start solving problems for them before they spend any money. And that's what content marketing actually does. You are solving problems for free. You're Mm -hmm. giving it away for free. You're just saying, hey, let me help you. Let me serve you without a financial commitment. And I'll do this as long as it takes <laughs> for you to trust that the things that I offer, for, you know, for money that I'm asking you to pay for are going to do the same thing. They're going to solve your problem. But that takes for many people months and sometimes years before people actually convert over to a customer. So it's, it's something Absolutely. that you have to consistently be putting out there without any promise of conversion and mm-hmm. just do it and give it for free. I have a um, person that a client that's now a client, but she followed me in my um, Facebook community for, you know, nine months before she actually filled out a discovery call form and you know we talked and she was ready to go but it was nine months of nurturing before she was ready to commit so and you want to be top of mind so sometimes a person's not doesn't need what you have Mm -hmm. but if you are consistently putting content out there then either when they come across somebody that you they think would benefit from you that, Hey, you should check out Brandon Campbell. You should check out Kell of a story. You should check out refresh moms because they're familiar with how you solve problems mm-hmm. or when a time in their life comes where they do need you, you want you, you want to be the first person they think about. So there's definitely value and it's not one of those things where people, I want people to think that I don't need it because I don't think we're in a day and age where you, you can get by without it. I just don't. There's too mm-hmm. much noise out there. Mm-hmm. In some kind of way, you got to, to carve your own little space to make a little bit of noise. And it's just something we got to embrace and sink into. But it is something that we can do in a way that is sustainable while we're, mm-hmm. you know, crazy braining as we parent, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and those are such great points. And the other point I would like to make is that it's, yes, you do have to get it out there. You have to be consistent. That's such an important point. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more. And you have to go into it without, you know, metrics are important, but without, like you said, this may not be immediate. It probably won't be. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the great thing about it as well is as you get engagement, as you see how people are responding to that content, it helps inform your business. Mm-hmm. You're seeing what's resonating mm-hmm. and the messages that are hitting and what isn't and thinking about what that says about your business, your offerings. So while it's something you need to put out to get people to know who you are, you get to learn about your customers. So it's yeah. so valuable in so many ways. Yes. I, 
100% agree. That is actually probably the best point is it's going to teach you how to serve your people well, based Mm -hmm. off of the engagement you're getting around the stuff you're putting out there. So Brandon, for me, um, you know, my business is, is what I write and um, I'm, I'm living that right now. Like I'm just kind of casually observing when I post this kind of thing on my Facebook, it's crickets. And when I post God help me about an episode of this is us, not only is my page exploding, but this last time my inbox was exploding with like meaningful dialogue. It was, it was actually, wow. um, my Downton Abbey post about hot buttered toast was crickets. In fact, Brandon, thank you for being the only person. Who's like, I was like, I've never watched a show, but I like hot butter toast. Yes. Oh, I had it this morning. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> but there's so much noise and there are so many platforms. Like who knew that LinkedIn, which was like the equivalent of classmates for a while where you get all this annoying spam, you know, who knew that was going to be a real thing? So as mompreneurs, where the heck do we start with content marketing and do we have to do it all or what, tell us what the deal is. How do we get started? Sure. That's a a great point. It's one of the great things about social media is that to your point, you experiment. I'm constantly amazed at the the posts that hit and those that miss. And I, I swear it's the ones where I literally am sitting. I haven't done my content calendar, which I advise all my clients to do. Um, I haven't done it for myself. I'm like, I don't know what to post. I throw something up. And that inevitably is the most popular of the week. Yes. Um, so, but, you know, it can be, it's fun, but there, it's constantly changing. That said, kind of know, you don't have to be everywhere at once. And, and you, you'll also find that not every platform will be for you. Not mm-hmm. every, for some businesses, Facebook is wildly popular. I've never, that's never been the case for me. Uh, it was first Twitter, now Instagram that have been best for me. Uh, so I think everyone should have, even even though Facebook hasn't been wildly popular for me, I do think everyone should at the minimum have a Facebook page and make that a business page, not your personal, um, just because it is it's the most popular social media platform. Um, having a page can help with your SEO. So it just it's great for your overall visibility. And then pick, you know, maybe to start out, pick one other platform. Instagram, I have to say, I've been surprised at how productive that has been as a writer as well, Kelly. Initially, you know, I had it for personal use, but I was thinking, you know, this is how am I going to, how is writing going to resonate on this platform? But it has. And it's it's a, to me, it's a fun, almost writing prompt with Mm -hmm. this. I have this picture. What am I going to say about it? Yes, Um, it's fun. Yeah. So it's fun. So I think maybe pick Facebook and one other platform and have some fun with it. Know that, you know, it's trial and error. That's what we all have to go through. Um, And just give it a try. And you may be, you may be really surprised at how much you like it or, or how much you traction you get from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other question I get most often is, okay, that's great. But what on earth do I talk about? Which very fair point because you you hear about content being king and all of this but ultimately if your content isn't good then your efforts are for not you have to figure out what content will be valuable and meaningful 
to your audience. So I would, you know, think about, I'd encourage you to take 15 minutes and just think of what are some topics related to your business? What are things that you know a lot about? And in that whole question of who's your target audience, what are some things that you know about them? What are they struggling with? What are some questions that you can answer for them? Because that's going to be the most important thing. If you can show them, hey, I can help, I can give you some answers to what you're struggling with, that's going to be where people start to take notice and say, oh, this, this has been really helpful. I'm going to keep this page in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, to piggyback on choosing a platform, when you choose one, give yourself time to learn it and leverage it. Yes, that's a huge, that's a great point. Don't get frustrated. I had a client just yesterday that just launched a Facebook group a week or two ago, maybe two <laughs> weeks ago. Nobody's engaging with me. If they're not engaging around my free stuff, will they buy my paid stuff? And I'm like, girl, the journey has just begun. <laughs> I said, your yeah. whole duty right now is to serve those people. Don't worry about who's not there serve the ones that are go deep with those people and then use the strategies that I've taught you, you know, through our coaching on how to continue to find new ones. But I spend more time going deep with the ones that are following me than I do trying to get new people. I spend a little bit of time on the new people Mm -hmm. thing, but I'd rather show up for the people that have already want to already said they want to jam with me. Right. Right. You can, and that's just those relationships to me. That's not everybody, but to me, they're just deeper and more meaningful because they've already trusted me with the mm-hmm. like, with the follow, with the request to get in my group. So that's where my focus is going to be. But whatever it is, you got to, you got to ride that sucker out. I'm just saying you got to <laughs> stick to it, learn the platform, learn, yeah. you know, find tutorials and just continue to hone your skill on leveraging it and give yourself time to build momentum and momentum is not built just by posting and watching. Is anybody like it? It's not. Oh my gosh. That is so, so important. Right. If you just post it and put it into a vacuum, you might as well not have posted it. Nobody's engaging around my stuff. Well, what are you doing? Whose stuff are you engaging? Are you even attracting the people that would engage around it? You know, I will say this, and I wasn't even thinking about this before <laughs> before we um, started this conversation, but I am going to link in our show notes my Brand My Gram challenge, which is seven lessons on how to leverage Instagram, especially if you're new to this. Mm-hmm. I will link to it. You guys can grab that, and it's going to give you everything you need to get yourself started and get yourself growing your Instagram account. And it actually has one lesson dedicated to what Brandon said about figuring out what the heck you're going to talk about in the first place, which is half the battle is Mm -hmm. what are the things that I want to talk about? I'm going to give you a lesson on how to identify those and you can continue to use these as you fine tune your message on that platform. Okay. All right. So my next question for you, Brandon is I don't even know what my next question is. What is my my next question? What Mm -hmm. are the challenges that you're seeing moms particularly, you know, women that are like us, that got kids trying to make this thing work mm-hmm. in a very little bit amount of time <laughs> every week. We don't, mm-hmm. I don't know of any mom with young kids that's working 40 hours a week. I don't know of one yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges that you are seeing around 
people been able to stick to consistent content marketing? Sure. So absolutely, time is always going to be the biggest issue. People don't have time. That's the number one reason people reach out to me. They just, they don't have time. The other challenge is people don't like it. People say, well, I've never been a writer. This isn't Mm. fun. I don't want to do it. I think, um, so in terms of the time, the other thing I see is once people, you know, someone maybe, and hopefully they will be listening to this podcast and think, okay, I, I get it. That makes sense to me. I'm, I'm going in, I'm going to do this. And it's kind of like new year's resolutions. Mm. So, like, okay, to the gym every day. And then in February, you see no one because they, they burned out. They did took on too much too soon. So you can do all kinds of find great articles on social media. I encourage you to, to find some of the great resources out there, but it doesn't matter what so-and-so says about how often you need to post, you need to think about what your capacity is. Hmm. I really think that's the most critical factor in determining and being consistent because consistency is key. Mm-hmm. So start out slow. I would say, for instance, if you are thinking about doing a blog, commit to doing it once a month. See how that process goes. See how long it takes you. You may find that, okay, this isn't so bad. It doesn't take me as long as I thought. I can, add, I can do two a month comfortably. Mm-hmm. But figure out what your capacity is. And the same for social media. Uh, sure, I think it's a goal for many people to want to post every single day. But that's not how you should start out. And that's going to make things you're going to fail probably having kids if that's what you do. So start small. Maybe you start once a week, twice a week and stick with that and see how that integrates into your routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think part of the problem is, you know, another challenge that I've seen is not having a, a reason why you're using the platform in the first place. Mm. Yes. So when you're, when there is no purpose behind the leveraging, like I tell people all the time, there's no reason to even have a social media presence. If you don't know how you're about to leverage it, just let it sit there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm serious. It's like, don't even have a commitment to it. Get clear on how you're going to use it and then engage with it. But there's no rush. Yeah. You know, so when you're in the beginning stages trying to even figure out, well, what do I want to talk about? How do I even want to serve? You know, get a little bit more clarity around that and then make a plan for your social media. And I 100% agree to trying on different um, frequencies. So, okay, I'm going to do this three times a week and see how that feels. I recommend everybody on Instagram just because I've used it and I've leveraged it once a day is really the sweet spot you want to work Mm -hmm. yourself up to. So, which means once you understand how you're going to use Instagram, you've got to now circle back to what are the things that are happening in my life that's keeping me from doing one a day, because this is now a priority now in my Mm -hmm. weekly workflow. You understand what I'm saying? So if you're doing other things that are keeping you from reaching the goal that you've set with Instagram, then something probably can give in another area. But, you know, once again, I probably say this on every episode, get a coach. They'll help you. (laughs) They really will help you identify what's most important based on where you're trying to get and what your current goals are. But just leave the whole thing alone 
until you have clarity. And then once you have clarity and purpose and a little bit of strategy, then employ it around a um, frequency that matches your current season and current capacity. So 100% agree with that. Yeah. I think that um, it's so important to learn your platform. And I know you mentioned that earlier, Deanna. So I'm going to shameless plug your Instagram offering that we're going to include in the show notes <laughs> because no, that really helped me. And I, you know, I consider myself pretty boss at creating content. Um, I have no problem with the the volume and the, you know, like Brandon said, I love that about um, Instagram photos being like a writing prompt kind of thing. Like that's fun to me. That's second nature. But doing a challenge or taking a class is going to teach you about the science of this stuff and it exists. And Mm -hmm. that part maybe is not as fun. Hashtags make me insane. They (laughs) make me crazy. But going through the work to figure out what they mean, why we use them and what mine should be um, has helped me quite a bit. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, that's, that is one way that I, as a mompreneur have overcome some of those challenges that you're mentioning, Brandon, do you see, so we've got that and we've got, of course, um, business coaches. If you're just starting out though, maybe do you have some other tips for moms overcoming those barriers that they're facing right at the beginning? Mm -hmm. The other tip is we've been talking about engagement And before, as Deanna was saying, which is really good advice, just you don't have to do everything right at this moment. Take some time with it. As you're learning the platform, start poking around. Find accounts that you really like. Mm. And study what they're doing. See, think about what is it that I like about this? What am I responding to? Uh, Find some other accounts that are in your space, in your industry, and see what they're doing. See what you like. See what you don't like. And for the things you find that are interesting, that you like, start engaging um, because mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be a great way, hopefully, once you start your, your account for your business, you've been engaging with this person, you invite them to follow you. But I think a great way is to really get comfortable, to get comfortable yourself is to grow comfortable with the platform by becoming a user, just, you know, seeing, seeing what you like and what you respond to will, mm-hmm. will teach you a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. So um, to bring Kelly's question back up, how, what are some tips that you can give us to overcome, you know, some of the things that are keeping us from, sh- from folding this in to our business? Are there some tools or tips that you can um, recommend that help us get started? How about that? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. That, yes, there are tools, plenty of tools. Um, I think this Instagram challenge, I actually am excited to do it myself. It sounds <laughs> like a lot of fun. Um, I really like the, I suggest, I really like HubSpot. It's a company that does a lot with, um, with content systems, and they have a lot of freebies. I love freebies. <laughs> I love templates. And they actually have one, um, a blog topic generator. And you can type in, I think it's up to five words, and it'll give you some ideas of where you can start. Mm. If you give them your information, it'll give you 250 ideas. Mm. That's just a great place to just begin the work. Some of that work's been done and see what 
it'll get your juices flowing and you'll be able to come up with some ideas. The other, um, I would think about what content do you already have? I often find that people have more than they think. If they had a blog and stopped and started, and, uh, but they still have those old posts. I, it's not just for plastics, reuse, reuse, yes. <laughs> reuse that and repurpose that content. Uh, it is, it's there. That's one reason that um, blog posts in particular, I'm a, a big fan because once you write it, you can break that up in so many ways mm-hmm. in so many different platforms. So that's the way to, if you're going to put the time in to really make it work for you, because you can then divide that up um, into your other social media efforts. Relating to that point, I know when I say this, people will be like, well, but I don't have time in the first place. Try to, if you're, you know, you're at the point where you've decided, okay, I'm comfortable, I want to start my feed, take an hour on Sunday, you can have the mm-hmm. TV on, plan out what you want to post. I know it, um, and I will say from personal experience, I'm very good at doing this for my clients. I am horrible at doing it for myself. So I'm always scrambling. And I I know that it takes me more time to just sit and look at my computer and think, okay, what am I going to write about today? Mm -hmm. Than if I was in the groove and kind of thought, okay, this is the theme I'm going to address this way. If I just take the time and there's such a difference the weeks that I do do it, it just goes so much easier. And that time, you know, it's one hour on a Sunday versus, you know, probably a half hour each time you want to post on those days, figuring out yes. what you want to do. Um, I testify. Yes. At least a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think that is one way to, an important way to find the time to get you started. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, a really another key point. Think about what you already have out there. Think mm-hmm. about even on your personal social media feeds. What are some, I'm sure there is content you have that can work for your business because you, yes, you want to talk about topics related to your business. You also want to let people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're the face of the brand, people do exactly. want to know who you are. Um, to once again, piggyback off of the repurposing thing. So here's the thing with content. You choose one place where you're going to focus on creating content. So this could be a blog. This could be a Facebook live. This could be a podcast. This could be a YouTube video, wherever it is that you're deciding it's going to be your main content container. That's what I call it. A content container. Where do you want to commit to showing up on a regular basis? And that's where you're going to spend all of your um, creative energies making a really solid piece of content. Okay. So for example, I have two right now. Just don't do what I do. I'm promise you. That's why I have Brandon. Don't, don't do what I do until you have team. Okay. Because we see this all the time. People repurpose in all different types of areas. We have people have blogs and YouTube and podcasts, you know, but they're not doing it by themselves They're doing it because they have a team to help them. Okay. So understand that. But before Brandon, it was just my Facebook live. I did my Facebook live. I repurposed that into a blog. I repurposed um, that, that content into a weekly email and I took bits and pieces of it and repurposed it throughout my social media. Okay. Now we do that with the Facebook live and the podcast, Mm -hmm. same kinds, you know, 
the energy goes into creating that one big piece of content. We make that as good as we can. We put the bells and whistles on that sucker and then break it down into smaller pieces across our business. Now you don't have to do it in as many places as I do. I do it in an email. If you have an email list, if you're going to put it anywhere, put it in an email and nurture your email because your email people are going to be the people that are going to purchase from you first. Okay, because they're hearing from you on a regular basis if you're nurturing them on a regular basis with your free stuff. Okay, Mm -hmm. but send it in an email. And then if you say, well, I can handle a little bit more then maybe create a blog if you want to. You don't have to maybe um, break it up into smaller little nuggets for Instagram or Facebook, whatever, you know, but do it. Add on pieces as you feel out what your capacity is, but definitely dive into one main piece. Make that one as good as you can mm-hmm. and then repurpose it from there. Okay. So that's a really good place to get started. Stop thinking about, mm-hmm. Oh, I got to do all these Instagram posts. Oh, I got to do all this Facebook. No, right now just do one thing. And then after you do that one thing, get yourself a rhythm around that one thing. Add on another, mm-hmm. create a rhythm around that. Those two things now, create a rhythm around it, get it, get used to doing it. Make sure you, it feels good while you're doing it. Make sure you have the capacity to do it. And then add on another. Mm-hmm. I, I was doing this with the Facebook live in the blog until I realized, oh wait, it was the Facebook live. It was the Facebook refresh live show and the blog. And I was oh, like, wow. this is crazy. This is absolutely insane. And so I just stopped blogging. I just stopped blogging. And I didn't Mm. fold blogging back in until I hired Brandon. So. Yeah. I love. I'm sorry. I love that content container idea Mm -hmm. um, and term. I'm going to borrow that. (laughs) You can have it. I'm sure I heard it. Um, That's great advice. And the other, the other thing to think about, a lot of people say, oh, well, I don't like writing great that's absolutely fine look at how popular video is yes record yourself exactly describe that sucker exactly listen see what the little witty thing you said was and write that and then that can be um that can be what you put in the written social media that's fine you can do facebook lives you can do instagram lives that's how you're most comfortable Mm -hmm. that's great that is a whole month of tweets out of your transcription exactly that's still content it's valuable and people people love video Mm -hmm. oh and people love quotes on instagram especially but um that's something we're looking at doing i love making quote graphics and you know we say some fun poignant stuff on here. In fact, (laughs) brandon i have several written down for you at this point but i mean people love them and they love sharing them. So get those nuggets out there. Make sure that you properly credit them if you are quoting someone else. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's like really easy. You throw up a template on Canva and you change it, maybe tweak a color here and there and you're creating content all over mm-hmm. the place. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Canva, so- if you don't know about it, I'm sorry. There you Canva go. Is, 
you must have Canva. It is fantastic. Yes. Wow. So there, let's just rattle off some resources. Maybe we can all just rattle off some that have helped us. So we already mentioned canva.com. It's a free resource. You can utilize it for free until you become Brandon and I make her pay for it because I need her to have the paid version. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was just so funny. Anyway, uh, another resource I would like to um, talk about for scheduling um, Instagram mm. is where I'm at right now, but Planoly is yes, a great Yes, that was schedule. mine. Why did you take I'm mine? I'm so sorry. Planoly and Buffer <laughs> is another one, but I love Planoly. Um, it's a great. Um, Latergram is another one. You want to check mm-hmm. that one out? I'm actually using both Planoly and Latergram right now, seeing how I feel about them, but I'm using both of those. Um, we all know about Hootsuite. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. Image support. There's a beautiful, beautiful um, service out there um, created by Alicia Powell. We will link to her in the show notes. Pixie Stock is what her um, services or business is called. And she provides branded images. You just buy the packages. You can find um, the packages that match your brand colors. And you can utilize those pictures in all of your business, your blogs and your Instagram and your Facebook. She takes beautiful photography. Um, But... They're probably more suited for um, people that are like coaches and mentors. And that's, you know, the, the, the type of pictures she takes are more for um, home business type people. Mm-hmm. So just so you know that Jasmine Starr is another huge one out there. My gosh. She mm-hmm. also offers packages for um, branded pho- photography and she offers Instagram coach- coaching as well. So check her out. She's a huge deal, but her pictures are amazing. And she um, helps you um, curate your Instagram images through her services. So those are some that are top of mind. Kelly, do you have any more you want to add? Or did I take yours? (laughs) You you pretty much took them all. Um, (laughs) I will say for people who maybe aren't as graphic art adept as some. Um, there is one called Typorama, Typorama, and um, it gives you kind of those fun meme looking graphics and it, it'll help you hone your style. You know, it's very easy. Like you keep pressing a style name and it'll change your words around until you have something that you like. Mm. So it's very elementary and that it's not telling you like, this is the font you're using and this is the size you're using. It's, it's more automated, but, um, I'm, I'm a graphic artist by trade and I used it when I was getting into Cal of a story just to kind of figure out what I wanted my style to be. And then I switched over to Canva. So that's just another kind of fun one that you do on your phone. Typo. What did I say it was? Typorama. Typorama. <laughs> I don't use it as much anymore, but that is a good one for beginners. Yeah. Um, I'm also a big fan of WordPress for blogs. Um, I know there's some other ones out there, but what I really love about it is that um, I'm able to export things. In fact, today, just this morning, I recycled a blog post that I wrote 13 years ago today mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. in live journal, y'all. Um, but you know what? <laughs> it gets a different audience. I, I pretty much repost it every single year, and it reaches a different audience, and it's one of my kind of anchor pieces that I like to give to people because it was a turning point in my life. So, um, 
recycle that content. And WordPress is a good place to just kind of store it and mm-hmm. keep it and hone it and change it as you need to. Yes, 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 yes. How about you, Brandon? Any other resources at top of, top of mind right now? Sure. The one that comes to mind that hasn't been mentioned is uh, Unsplash. There are a lot of sites mm-hmm. like this, but it's a great one if you're, you need to be mindful about the photos that you use and the licensing. Unsplash is a, is a site where the photographers want to get some uh, exposure on their own. You can use any of the images there. And that's, that's a great one. If you have specific images in mind, if you're just looking for inspiration, that's a, that's a fun one. Yeah. Brandon, where can people find you? Well, they can find me many places. They can find me on my website, which is brandoncampbell.com. Uh, Brandon is with a Y instead of an O. Okay. Brandoncampbell.com. I'm on Instagram at Brandon Campbell Blogs together. Uh, Facebook, Brandon Campbell Communications, my company name. It's not all in sync. I need to work on that. <laughs> then Twitter <laughs> is how I got my start with um, sports blogging. So that handle is sports underscore muse. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of, if you're not a uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan, you may not want to follow on um, during football season. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brandon, for spending some time with us. Thank you all for listening. We hope you got some great tips and um, circle back to us on our socials. Let us know how things um, are going and how this episode maybe has inspired you or helped you. But until our next one, everybody stay refreshed. Bye. Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to the refreshed life podcast. If you heard anything that encouraged, inspired or served you in any way, please take a moment to leave a review and a rating in order to help us share our message with other women just like you. You can find Kelly and me on our socials at Kel of a Story and Refreshed Moms. Remember, if you need help balancing your family life with your business in order to find the time you need to make the money you desire, grab my three-step time management toolkit I created just for moms at refreshmoms.com forward slash find your time. Let's connect again soon, okay? Bye for now. Bye.